Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.
Good morning, everybody. You're listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Well, I got to tell you something, everybody. And this is great news for everybody. That um, I'll share something with your principle of becoming successful. At whatever level you choose, it can be successful in the relationship, successful in the family, Successes may be considered to you becoming a homeowner. It could be uh, being debt-free. Your idea of success could be 60000 a year, 50000 a year, $100,000 a year. It doesn't matter. If you're considering it, if you're wanting it, if you have a desire to become successful, I want to share with you the very beginning of that. If no one's ever done it, I'm, I'm going to say the beginning of it today. See, Scripture uh, makes it very clear for us that you don't, the only thing you need to become successful is already inside of you. It's not an external need. God wouldn't do that to you. He puts the core basis of everything you need inside of you. So if you discover it, If you tend to it, nurture it, fertilize it, and water it, it grows. It branches out. Then it reaches out externally and it starts grabbing things outside of there to make it even bigger, stronger, better, last longer. But in the very beginning, you don't need anything. It's all within you. And if you cultivate your relationship with God, it comes out. It flourishes. Now, let me tell you. That thing that I'm talking about is a God-given gift that he has given to all of us. We all possess it. It is all within us. Everybody has a gift. Had somebody told me what I know now, back then, I would have saved myself tons of mistakes. I just didn't know the principles. I had to learn them all. Well, one of the principles of becoming successful is your mindset. You got to get your mind right. Now, this mindset is simply a decision that you can make. I can't get it for you. I can tell you what to do, but you got to make the decision. You that's listening have to decide, you know what? I'm going to go on and get at it. I'm going to stop renting. I'm going to become a homeowner. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to stop living check to check. I'm 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 going to put a budget together. I'm going to stop stepping out on my family. I'm going to go home. I'm going to get it together. I'm going to stop using. You, when you make these decisions, that's correcting your mindset. Now, the closer connection you have with God, the more help you get sustaining the mindset. How many times have you started to do something and you stopped? How many resolutions have you made at the new year and stopped by February? Over with by mid-January, done in March. Because if you don't have a clear connection with your creator, to help you carry out the other force out there, that evil force is designed to get you not to reach your goals, get you not 
to come to resolution with whatever the resolutions are you made so he can so you can consider yourself not worthy or a failure or unable to do something but the more things you are able to accomplish the greater your confidence goes grows so we got to get your mindset together your mindset is a decision that you have to make when you make the decision you can begin the process your mindset is also a wheel of yours a wheel along with the decision a wheel a willingness to do right, a willingness to change, a willingness to be better. It's going to then cause you to have to make a decision to make a change of direction. Don't go where everybody else going. You got to go your way now. You can't follow the crowd. You got to take a less travel path. You cannot do this without changing your direction. You can't keep hanging with the people you've been hanging with if you want to be different, because they not. Then you have to develop an obligation to yourself. You've got to say, you know what, for me and my family, or if you don't have a family, for me, I owe it to myself. I have an obligation to myself to be the best me that I can possibly be, to be the best self that I can possibly be, to be the best father, the best man, the best husband, the best wife, the best mother, the best daughter, the best son, the best student, the best employee, the best owner. You have an obligation to yourself to to give yourself a shot at the best life you can. That's an obligation. You owe that to yourself. Why would you not live the best life that you possibly could? You have an obligation to yourself. Why would you cheat yourself like that? Why would you take yourself and never allow yourself to see the goodness that's already in you, to have the abundance that's been promised to you, to go and explore all the riches out there that's available to you. And but, but, but one of the worst ways that you can rob yourself of the joy of your obligation is to keep comparing yourself to somebody else because guess what, man? That ain't your life. You ain't Jay-Z and Beyonce. You you not you not Oprah instead, man. You that's not who you are. Quit looking around at everybody else. That comparison of everybody else will keep you broken. It'll keep you unhappy. You won't even be able to be grateful for what you have because you steady talking about what you don't have. That's not the way, man. You have an obligation to yourself to be the best you you can be, not the best them. You're not them. Stop trying to be them. Be the best you. It's cool. You you got a nice little house. That's cool. You know how many big houses is empty and filled with hate and resentment? I'd rather have a smaller house filled with joy in it than to go to a big house. Man, Prince got a line in the song that says, I realize in his best disguise, a pretty house don't make a home. Man, don't you know I know how true that is. So I'm just trying to tell you, Now, another part of the mindset is taking dead aim at your life's goals and ambitions. What are they? What are your goals and your visions? What do you see for yourself? What do you dream about? If you knew you couldn't fail at whatever it is you were attempting, what would you go attempt? See, that's what we need to be after. We need to get that. If you're sitting there, Thinking about it, man, it's got to be more to this. It is. It is. 
That's the God in you crying out. That's the seed that was planted in you. That's the gift that's in there that's been locked away for years. It ain't too late to open that door, man. When is it too late to be free? Ask Nelson Mandela. When he was alive, Nelson Mandela suffered 20-some years, man, behind the wall. When he got out, (laughs) he was more powerful, more significant than he was before he went in. Ain't ever too late to be free. It's a mindset. It's a mindset, y'all. It's a decision. It's a will. It's a change of direction. It's an obligation to yourself. It's taking dead aim at your life's visions and goals. Come on, man. You got to get your mind wrapped around this thing. You owe it to yourself to live the best life you can be. Come on, man. God didn't create you to be an inmate. What you sitting in there for? Now, when you make your mistake and you do your time and you come out, don't let nobody fool you. Well, I got this. I can't get a job. I guess I got to go do what I got to do. Are you stupid? For real? That's the decision you done made? No, man. You're going to wind up right back in there. Come on, man. Talk to God. God got something for you. You just got to check in with him. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. People get ready. There's a train coming. You don't need no ticket. You just get on board. All you need is faith to hear the diesel humming. Are we starting the show? Don't need no ticket. You just thank the Lord. Steve Harvey Morning Show. That's how we're doing it today. (laughs) The impressions. Mm, Shirley Strawberry. Hey, good morning, Steve. Carly Farrell. What's up, what's up? Hey. And Boy Jr. Morning, Unc. Uh, hey, everybody. Yep, Tommy's off again today, and so is Jay. We got it. You yeah. Think, you, you said yesterday you thought they may be plotting to get their own show or something. You still, I think that's what they're trying to do. <laughs> you know, they <laughs> always lick each other's wounds when they're hurting. And, you know, Tommy's been hurting bad lately. All them losing all them is Tommy smarter than any damn body. <laughs> the yeah, answer has been clearly no. <laughs> After he started whooping all them contestants, he ain't won a game. He was on a roll, though, Yeah, Now nah, he, he don't want to play no more, and I think we're going to have to honor that. And then yesterday, no. me and Junior played, and Junior won. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was five to four. It wasn't like it, you know, it was a good game. It was close, but uh-huh. it was good. It was yeah, a good but game. You won. Good it game. was fun, you know though. It, though. It's just a game, though. Why he getting all in his feelings? I Dog, say that every day. It's I didn't lose. Game. I didn't want no Junior won. He beat you, Steve. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> so what are you saying? You you weren't whining about it? No, Junior. Junior could take me outside sport. in a foot race. Junior gonna beat me doing that too. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Then when we get through, I'm going to put Junior in my car. We're going to drive down to the bank. <laughs> <laughs> and then and just look. I'm going to lose that. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's the race you're going to yeah. lose, right, Junior. <laughs> and I'm going to be cool with it. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to just tell me to be beat my ass with every, every, every event. We're going to do something. We're going to do banking. Mm-hmm. We running and swimming and jumping win. and diving. When we gonna do banking? <laughs> That's what you'll win at, right? Wow. wow. Well, That's Steve, fun, yeah. But yeah. do you miss him though? Your nephew? Miss who? He's been off for this is the second oh, day. No, I don't never miss Did Tommy, he just man. say who? Yeah. No, I never. I never miss. I don't. I, who miss stupid? I, I miss Tommy <laughs> when he's not here. I miss I him. Yeah, it's a family. Miss, We're a family. Yeah. yeah. What? 
Yes. Any one yes. of us are out. Yeah. I miss, yeah, we yeah. all miss each other. Miss we Tommy. missed you. We we really missed oh, you. Oh, I know too. you miss me. Yeah, we missed you. Well, you just like miss we Tommy, miss though. you, you can miss some people too. It ain't, it ain't, it ain't Tommy. <laughs> now, Shirley, if you ain't him, uh-uh, <laughs> hell no. But you've known Tommy all his life, Steve, since he was a baby. Mm. You hired him on this radio show. You have to have some sort of affinity toward him. I don't buy the whole, you know, you don't care, you don't miss them. You I know. hired him yeah. because of my sister. Yeah. You've been saying that, too. You but, gonna stick to that story? Yeah. All right. All right, we got to go. When we come back, listen for uh, something funny. We're going to do that, and we're also going to talk about sand and soul. We are in the DR, the Dominican Republican Punta Cana yeah, for the yeah. Sand and Soul Fest. Y'all should have been out here. Woo, we are here. <laughs> Coming up at 32 after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, finally, we seems like we've been waiting forever, but it's finally here, the Sand and Soul Fest in yes. Punta Cana, Dominican Republic. Yeah, yeah, I so, got here. What I'm doing is, uh-huh. I'm smoking four cigars right now. At, at one, one time? time? Yeah. All <laughs> oh, at one time? Oh, well, he's got the lips. Oh, wow. If anybody can. Oh, sure. That foot pop team right there? Oh, that ain't no problem. No, that ain't no pop team. That's a fact. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you you see, she didn't miss it, though, did you? Mm-mm. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> them big ass eyes. <laughs> no. She didn't I know that was like coming. on damn <laughs> I knew the eye joke was coming right after that. Oh, yeah. So you're dating a little pop-eyed girl, huh? <laughs> Who was that, my boyfriend? She cute, but you know. Oh, God. Boy, Y'all have children, you know, their eyes is going to be big. Mm-hmm. You see Sheridan's <laughs> eyes. And it's pretty on the baby. Mm-hmm. It's pretty on the baby. When they about 11, 12, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lord, they look strange. Uh, <laughs> All right, let's talk about sand and soul. <laughs> so tonight is the Caribbean party where Woo-hoo. you can represent your HBCU. What is today? Thursday. Do you it's Thursday. You forgot. Oh, 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 yeah. oh, oh. oh. Well, that's why I'm asking because the masses get here today. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, everybody's mm-hmm. coming in today. Majority of people mm-hmm. arrived today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was playing golf yesterday. Uh-huh. Sitting Chilling. up, got a couple of my homies from my block came down. Mm-hmm. Couple hundred twelfth Street boys, Rico and Rico and uh, my boy Marvelous Marvin, the uh-huh. greatest player ever. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. I gotta meet him, huh? Boy, you better come on down here. Okay, I know you. Marvelous here. Marvin Horton and Rico is out here. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Okay. Well, yeah, we have a reception and everything planned for today, Steve. <laughs> We'll right be on. right yeah. there. Yeah, right there. <laughs> no, Y'all well, already glad to be here. Well, you're coming to the Caribbean party that Carl is talking about, right? Where you represent your frat, your city, your HBCU, your team, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> How you rep fame, Mark? I just walk out there. <laughs> I'm here. Yeah, I'm going to be in the casino this evening. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So it's so many activities. I mean, this is so big, Sand and Soul. I mean, Friday we're doing a Splash Bash Foam Pool Party. That's going to be fun. That's cool. What? I love that. Mm -hmm. 
that's you, cool. You know where it looks Junior, like you the, gonna be there? the bubble. Uh, oh, that's when the bubbles, bubbles be out. The, yeah. Uh -huh, oh, uh -huh. yeah, 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 yeah. When yeah. the oh, be yeah. out. You got the bubbles. The got bubbles, bubbles in the pool. The pool. It's just a bit, mm -hmm. bunch of suds and stuff. Above just, the pool. Yeah. No, yeah. in the yeah. Well, be above the pool like a, like a, like you take a bubble bath. Uh -huh. Yeah, like that. party a whole like bunch yeah. Of bubbles. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. We are gonna party like that in a bubble bath. Oh, that's gonna be fun. Pool gonna have bubbles in. Uh huh. Yeah. All that foam everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> wow. I'm surprised you, you didn't say that. <laughs> That's probably the best part you can go to because you can walk through there and they won't even see you. Yeah, because of all the bubbles. All the bubbles, they're going to be big. They ain't even going to know you in there. Really? Yeah. You think it's going to be that many even... damn bubbles? Really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. At a, at a swimming pool. Yeah. Well, you can have black people walking their ass off in the water and don't know it. <laughs> really? <laughs> Not busy them damn lifeguards gonna be over there. <laughs> you still coming at a... Dog, I'm coming to a lot of stuff, man. Yeah. I got to act like a success tour I got to do. Oh, that's gonna be I got to nice. host Friday Showtime well. at the Apollo. I got to do that. I got to mm -hmm. host that golf tournament, man. Okay. Yeah. So we, you won't put no more extra on your Dog, I got what plenty about the stuff. cognacs and cigars? What day is that? That's all. That's all day. <laughs> <laughs> I got That's the room. They, they just go. We going over there, Junior, just to the room. Just to the room. But see, I'm trying not to play that much damn golf. I'm trying to just play like three times. But I, I did want to ask you, what what is the act like a success master class, Steve? What is that? It's a master class, though. <laughs> you know, you can call it master class, master uh -huh. cleanse. You can call it whatever you want to. <laughs> the master cleanse. Yeah, I'm gonna be on stage with a cigar. <laughs> In dope. <laughs> so now, wait, I got a question for the crew. Uh -huh. Do you guys have your outfits ready for the 70s party? That's the question. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 You do? Uh -huh. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm, uh, only thing now, Carla, I'm um, debating on is how I'm going to wear my hair. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 That's the only okay. thing. Yeah. So that's Saturday. That's uh -huh. Saturday night. Yeah. That's Why don't you wear what you did when I first met you? Them Afro puffs on each side. Yeah. I might do that. I might yeah, do that. I, I've sad. considered those, Steve. I have. Mm -hmm. I'm coming in. Then you'll see how big her eyes really is. <laughs> you got two Afro puffs and your eyes is the same. She looked like she had four eyes. Wow. <laughs> that's going to be fun, though, the 70s party. That's going to be really fun. Yeah, yeah that's going to be a lot of fun. fun. Mm -hmm. I'm going to have a pamp on and some booties and just walk in. <laughs> like you George Clinton. <laughs> no, nah, I was born in 78. What the hell? I ain't, ain't know about no bell <laughs> You're <bump>. a baby. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm going to walk three steps and just fall. <laughs> and, and, Steve, you're doing Showtime at the Apollo? Uh huh. Oh, oh, you yeah, I'm hosting that, man. Uh -huh. That's enough. See, that's why I don't need to be. Oh man, I'm all this. There's a lot of activities. Yeah. Folks yeah. are gonna have a great time. You know, the '70s party. I probably need to be gambling. I know something you're going to for sure, Steve. What? The Players Ball. The Harlem Knights Players Ball. What? I know you'll be there. What night so is it? That? That's, that's gonna Friday night. Friday night. Yeah. That's Friday, Friday night. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you mm. you probably can walk, man. You gonna have the shoes that 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 that, that light up <laughs> with the fish in them, <laughs> with the fish in them, <laughs> the platform. Yes, <laughs> that's gonna be fun. <laughs> All right, oh. coming up, uh, we're gonna run that prank back. Nephew's out today, but Junior's here. Sugar kitten daddy. And we'll run the prank back right after this with Junior. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, Cardi B has apologized to MLK's daughter, and Eddie Murphy is expecting his 10th, count him, 10th child. Woo! Come <laughs> on, Eddie. He got more to see. What? Uh, but right now, the nephew is he not got more here. Than who? Then, well, you got seven, so, you know, Eddie Murphy has more than you, I was saying. Cheering. He got mm-hmm. 10 kids money. <laughs> he got 10 more. <laughs> okay. All Eddie Key is well-rounded. And can I tell you something else, man? Eddie's yeah. a good father, man. Yeah, I've heard he's that He's a hands-on about him. dad, man. I've seen the way his kids look at him, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They love their daddy, man. That's so good, because fathers That's are great. so important. Oh, that dude, They're he so in all their lives. That dude, that dude ain't messing around with fatherhood, man. That's great. That's I've seen great him live at his house with them kids. Them kids gravitate. They come to see their daddy. Yeah. You know, they sit around him. Now, mm-hmm. man, he's, he's done a great job as a parent. All right. Well, the nephew's out today. Junior is here uh, to introduce us to the prank. What you got, Junior? New boss. <laughs> <laughs> New boss. This is run that prank back. Huh? <laughs> run it, cat. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach uh, Jason, please. This is me. How can I help you? Hey, Jason, uh, this is Lyle. I'm giving you a call out of Human Resources. Right. How you doing? You're the foreman, the project guy out there? Yes, I am. I'm the project manager here. How can I help you? Listen, um, you've been training an individual out there, I think, for the last month or so. You Have you been training a... a, a... Yes, a great guy. Um, doing great work. You're doing good. Okay. How's, how's he? Is he coming along pretty good with everything? Oh, man, he's picking up real good, man. He's learning to trade. I mean, he's picking up just like I would love for him to pick up. Okay. Excellent young worker. And he's Enjoy. got how many more weeks of training out there? Uh, I would say probably about another week or two okay. before we let him, you know, put put him on his arm. Okay. Do you think he'll handle it efficiently? Oh, yes. I think he'll be a great, great employee. Okay. You've been with the company how long? Uh, Going on about 17 years. Yeah. My records are telling me somewhere around 16 plus, right? Right. Right. Okay. Almost 17. Okay. You've been with us quite a while. And um, first of all, let you know we're grateful of you, of the work that you're putting in. Well, man, I appreciate it. My man made, man. I appreciate it. He helped the company, man. And, you know, being here these many years, man, he let you know, man, I love my company. Exactly. Listen, we got a few adjustments we're going to be making out there in the plant. Here's what we're going to do. Now, you say going to be done in about a week or two? Yeah, about a week or two. Okay. Here's, here's what we're going to do on that particular day that he gets released. And, uh-huh. and, and you, you you definitely know he's ready for everything. Oh. Um, I'm going to want you to give him your key card as well as the key to your office. The what, man? I'm, I'm going to want you to give him your key card that gets you actually onto the property. And, and uh, you have you have your own parking space, too, don't you? Yes, I do. Okay. Now, um, we're going to need you to give him your key card and your office key, and um, we'll, we'll find you another place to park. He's actually probably going to be parking in your space. Hold it, hold it, hold it. What you mean? you telling me to give him my key parking right my parking space your parking space but your key card to get you onto the property the little, right. your little electrical card there right that as well as your office he's going to actually be taking over as project manager no no sir i'm not giving up nothing sir, it's sir, sir nobody sir, to take over no project manager let's let's first of all sir let's do this let's tone the language down okay we're going to find a place for you but for, for the time being we're going to put you back oh, in the plant until no we find something for you Place for me. My place is where I'm at, right now. I'm not moving from nowhere. That's all. Okay. I'm not getting to find me nothing. Okay. Nobody's to find me anything. I got 17 years up in here. 
ain't nobody fit to find me not a place to move. You got to understand that part there. I got 17 years up in here. I'm training a young guy, and this guy got a couple months, and you're telling me you're going to do what to me? Move me? Jason, this is a temporary move. We're going to find something better for you. No. You ain't this, no this, better. This, this, this is the project, man. Ain't nobody fit to move the Got that understanding? This has come from the head, and I'm actually Tell me who this head is. I know the head people. This decision actually has come from the vice president. No, well, they ain't told me none of that. It come to me first. I'll tell you what, Jason, this is something I'm supposed to probably not tell you, but let me let me let you in on a little something. Yeah, let uh, me in on something, because this is going to be some bull him, because I shut the whole place up out here. And I mean Let, let me explain something to you, Jason. This young guy that you've been training, yeah. he's actually the nephew of the vice president. I don't give a about no nephew or no vice president, man. Do you think I care about some president? Tell him, tell the president I say what I say. Him and the nephew. Who cares about the nephew? They ain't never told me none of this. Okay. Well, can I expect you to give your key over to him? No, hell no. I ain't giving nobody nothing. Tell them to get the law to come get it. Ain't nobody getting nothing. I ain't leaving. How that sound? Sir, all I can ask you for is I need your key card and I need the key to your office. I need you to empty out your things so we can move Victor in there and, and hold, 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 hold. find you a place. This is just a temporary slap right now. No. You, them, all ain't nobody getting us. Thing, okay, I done been here. I tell you what I go do. I go out there and I pimp slap this little son of a okay, and then I find out who his boss is or whoever the nephew supposed to be and kick his because I ain't giving up nothing. And this I'm talking about y'all, y'all with the wrong one, okay, with the wrong one at this time. Because this sir, ain't nobody sir, taking nothing sir, from you're me. You're talking about beating the vice president's nephew. You, you, you're losing control here, uh, uh, Jason. No, I ain't losing nothing. I'm on thing control. I'm gonna lose it when I kick his how that sound, and I'm gonna kick the ball. The CEO, all of them. How that sound? Did that make it sound clear to you? No, it, it so makes no sense. It, we're we're trying to do. just give you some place to be temporarily until I find you another slot. It ain't no other slot. My slot is my slot. I'ma kick his rat. Not how that sound to you, sir. All I'm asking is, I need your key card and I need the key to the office. Get all your things out so I can get Victor moved in within the next week. Ain't no keys, okay? All of them. I don't give a. How that sound? I don't care nothing about them, okay? Because I, see, you're going to make me somebody out here today, okay? I'm tired of this and This ain't going to happen to me. I'm going to get security to come over and walk you out, okay? No, ain't no security to walk me no way. How that sound? I came here, ain't by myself, ain't nobody to walk me up out of here. Are you having problems moving out for the nephew? The nephew, okay? The nephew is not going to come in here and take How that sound? Okay, there's another nephew that you need to be aware of. Do you know who the other nephew is? Hell no, I ain't never seen no other nephew. I ain't know that was a nephew. Let me tell you who the other one is. Who the, who the other one is? The other one is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Jason, you just got pranked. <laughs> Y'all lying with me, man? Come on, man. Don't play with me, man. Jason. <laughs> Y'all lying, right? <laughs> hey, Jason, listen, man. Man, this ain't no Tommy, man. Y'all need to put that <laughs> man. Man, y'all don't know how long the brother... <laughs> man, I worked, I worked my way up. Man, hey, man, I ain't mean no disrespect to y'all, but, hey, man, y'all got me good, man. I got you, man. I got I got one thing to ask you, man. What's the baddest radio show in the land? <laughs> That's Steve Harvey. Morning show, man. <laughs> <laughs> huh? What y'all think right there? Man, you the best. What? Huh? You Man, how great much. are you? Huh? That's what I told Cat. Push that button, boy. Didn't I tell Man, you, you the I best. I'm Woo. best at it, ain't all. Man, I've ever seen. Shut up, call. I don't hear y'all. You're, you're they the can't get in the king. You're the king of pranks. Yeah, king of pranks. Yeah. Man, like oh, who is junior, it? Is, who is it? The Lord did you on pranks? <laughs> on pranks it is. Or, <laughs> 
Prince. It's the man. Lord Demi <laughs> on Prince. That's how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank thank the good Lord you have uh, sense enough to put and him you, first. And you don't even think the Lord do pranks, huh? I don't think he be playing. But if he did, it's him doing me. Mm. <laughs> you know That's the what it is. But but since he don't do pranks, you think you the best then one. Then it's just me. Then then it's just me. Wow. Then then Tommy, then go ahead, boy. Then it's me. Then it's Thomas Miles. Oh, oh. nephew Tommy, dear Tommy Miles. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. Oh, pranks. That's how yeah. that go. Then the Lord. Follow where you may. Right. Oh. All right. <laughs> Listen, uh, coming up next in entertainment news, Cardi B has apologized to MLK's daughter, and Eddie Murphy is expecting his 10th child. We'll talk about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Cardi B has apologized for a skit in a role of Martin Luther King Jr.'s late wife, Miss Coretta Scott King. It was a skit called Real Housewives of the Civil Rights Movement, and yes, oh. she went there. I know, it already oh. sounds in poor taste. Uh, she went there. The skit uh, included Rosa Parks and the wives of Malcolm X and Jesse Jackson. There are multiple references to MLK's infamous infidelities and even the trip to Memphis where he was assassinated. The oh, sketch no. is part of Wild and Out star Rip Michaels' new show, Off the Rip. Uh, now, Dr. Bernice King, the youngest child of Martin Luther King Jr. and Coretta Scott King, has responded to Cardi's portrayal of her mother, calling it repulsive and false and very, very badly timed, being that this past Tuesday was the 55th anniversary of MLK's March on Washington, where he delivered his famous I Have a Dream speech. But then later on, Dr. Bernice tweeted that Cardi B apologized for the skit that aired on TMZ. I look forward to talking with you soon. Wow. Yeah, yeah. She said she yeah. wanted a face-to-face meeting too. I was mm-hmm. reading that with Cardi. Well, B. that's cool of Cardi yeah. B. You to know. apologize. Yeah, apologize. you get out there and you, you know, you're doing stuff and you don't realize it's in poor taste because sometimes, mm-hmm. just sometimes, not all the time, these young people today don't really understand the history. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the real yeah, significance. Yeah. The struggle. Of it. Mm-hmm. But it's not just this young generation. I've seen it happen with my generation too. The reason there are no more BET comedy awards was for two skits. It's because of two Two skits. skits? Mm -hmm. I told them not to do it. Mm -hmm. We did a skit where Earthquake was Jesus Mm -hmm. and Bruce Bruce and everybody was sitting around as the disciples. I told them don't do that. Oh, no, but the powers that be, the ones that were sitting, oh, Steve, it's funny, man, you tripping. Mm -hmm. I said, man, Jesus is all a lot of black people got. What they not finna do is have a comedian play Jesus. Yeah. And then go down at the Last Supper telling jokes. That that ain't finna be funny to black people. Ooh. And they did it. Mm-hmm. The next joke that killed them was the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Mm-hmm. They had a skit where they did this little boy in the hospital. And Kenya Moore played the nurse. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't Kenya's fault. She didn't write the bit. She was just the actress that they hired to do the skit. And, uh, she, you know, she had a gown on, low cleavage, sexy nurse outfit. And ask her, well, what, you know, little boy was dying, terminally ill. Oh All God. this is bad. Yeah. Yeah. Little boy terminally ill. So they say, what do you want? He just looking at Kenya more. Next thing, you flip. Kenya laying in bed next to the boy and both of them smoking cigarettes. 
Oh. Huh? <laughs> oh. Wow. I told wow. him, I said, hey, man, if y'all run this right here, I'm, I'm trying to tell you the trouble we finna be in. And I was the host of the BET Comedy Awards the first two years they did it. It only lasted two. And then the other thing that killed it, Paul Mooney's talking to Tracy Ellis Ross from the stage. Oh, oh yeah. After her father had just died in a mountain accident. I remember that. And boy, he lit in. Oh. And I walked out there and apologized to that girl. They gave her a standing ovation. I remember you know, that one. You know, you know yeah. Paul was just doing what he do. Yeah. He just mm-hmm. doing what he do. And uh, it, it was them those three things right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. All three of these happened on the same night. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, no. This wasn't over the years. Yeah. Them three jokes was the same night. Mm. But oh, like you goodness. say, at least Cardi B um, yeah. apologized. Yeah. yeah. That was yeah. big. Mm-hmm. That's and Dr. Bernice King, she accepted her apology. Absolutely. 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 Yeah. That was a come on dog moment right there for sure. Cardi yeah, B yeah, needed. Come on, yeah. Yeah. All right, Steve. Yeah. We got to get to today's headlines. Uh, please introduce Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Thank you very much, everybody. Thanks for that explanation, by the way, Steve. I didn't know that. This is Andrew with the news. Senator John McCain's body arrived by motorcade yesterday at the Arizona State Capitol, where hundreds of people uh, paid their final respects as he lies in state. Members of the state's congressional delegation each spoke fondly of the longtime senator and war hero during the ceremony. Governor Doug Ducey said the Senator McCain was Arizona. John McCain and the Grand Canyon. Imagining Arizona without John McCain is like picturing an Arizona without the Grand Canyon. It's just not natural. At the end of the ceremony, McCain's widow and children approached his flag-draped casket one by one. His daughter, Megan, bawled hard as she held her stomach. Senator McCain died sadly of brain cancer at age 81. McCain's body can be viewed for one more day today before it's flown to Washington, D.C. to lie in state there. He's to be buried on Sunday at the U.S. Naval Academy at Annapolis. President Trump says he thinks that negotiations with Canada on rewriting the North American Trade Agreement, or NAFTA, are on track to be wrapped up by as soon as tomorrow. He's not saying that actually the Congress uh, is has, has made him do that. That's why by congressional dates you have to wrap it up uh, by the end of this week. Canada decided to renew negotiations on the trade deal, though, after the U.S. Mex- and Mexico announced a tentative accord. So they're back into it and they're willing to talk. The governor's race in Florida has started out on an ugly note. The winners of this week's primaries are Tallahassee's African-American mayor, Andrew Gillum, to be Democratic standard bearer. And President Trump's pick is Congressman Don DeSantis. Well, DeSantis is already facing criticism from Democrats for telling the audience watching Fox News that the last thing the voters need to do is to, quote, Monkey this up, unquote. Gillum was Mayor Gillum was asked about the remark on Fox later on, specifically if he felt it was racist or if it was just a figment of speech. And picking up on the Democratic officials calling the monkey remark a racist dog whistle, Gillum said, quote, in the handbook of Donald Trump, they no longer do whistle calls. They're now using bullhorns. Fans filing past the casting of Aretha Franklin yesterday uh, in that Detroit African-American History Museum got a slightly different sight than the day before. The Queen of Soul was at first decked out in Delta sorority red. But yesterday, Aretha was wearing a powder blue dress and matching heels. The open casket viewing is planned for today. Another one at the family church and the funeral is on Friday. Finally, today is National Frankenstein Day. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. 
is alive. Here's up on the Steve Harvey Nation. Find out if Uncle Steve is alive and smarter than his nephew. We'll be back at 20 minutes after the hour on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, it is time to play Are You Smarter Than Nephew Tommy? Nephew Tommy is taking a break, uh, taking a day off today. So uh, Junior is here, and it's going to be uh, Uncle Steve and uh, Cousin Junior. That's how we're going to do it. So, Steve, are you ready for some rapid-fire questions? Yeah, if you is. <laughs> it was good yesterday. Yeah, it was. Come on, let's get with it. I'm ready, whatever. Come on, Junior, you I'm ready? ready. I'm, All right. We're ready. Go, Shirley. Go. All right, it's time. I'm going to read the question. Whoever answers first gets it. Okay, here we go. On the 70s TV show, The Brady Bunch, what was the housekeeper's name? Hazel. Alice. Cat Dog's brother is a bodybuilder. What is Cat Dog's brother's name? Bodybuilder. <laughs> um, huh? Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Butterhead, Watercress, and Romaine are all types of Letters. Which major attraction is called the happiest place on earth? Disney World. What is J. Anthony Brown's childhood nickname? Fish. The city of Biloxi is in what state? Mississippi. No Limit Records was founded by what rapper and business? Master P. What is Oprah's best friend's name? Gail. What lunch meat has a red ring Bologna. around it? Sam Walton. That's too poor for me. Hold up. Uh, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. He Hollywood. Sam Walton is... Walmart. Okay. That's way too much money. The mall Phipps Plaza is located... Atlanta. Georgia. What city did the designer brand Gucci originate? Paris. Italy. <laughs> All right. Milan, Italy. Yeah. Wow. That's pretty good, guys. That, yeah, I think so, too, Carla. That was quite I impressive. I mean, they were neck, neck and neck. neck. Yeah, neck and neck. Answering those uh-huh. questions. Wow, that's, you guys no, made the game fun again. You guys, that's we, no, no, we just yeah. over here just fooling around. You're having yeah, fun. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> How are you, Junior? 40. Mine just sharp. <laughs> what time? What time is it? Now ask me how old I am. How old you is? Uh, 61. Mind sharp. <laughs> quick. It's nimble. Tommy mind just gone. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be back. He'll be back. That's all that drinking. <laughs> Steve. Yeah, he used to drink. You know. <laughs> Tommy used to drink. Man, well, Steve, you're yeah. old enough to be Junior's daddy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Over here hanging with his ass. Uh-huh. Too. You guys are boys. Keeps you young. And, huh? and they hang out together, which yeah, is, yeah. yeah, that's I mean, really cool. We go to Vegas together. If he, I mean, if he asks, I ain't going to say no. no. Right. Private jet, <laughs> cigars, you know, you right. get tuxedos to in the casinos. Hey, what? It, Shirley, if he say, do you want to be your daddy? I'm going to say yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to come back and do our tallying, and uh, I'll read the questions and the answers when we come back, all right? Who won? Who's smarter, Steve, or is it Cousin Junior, uncle or cousin? We'll find out right after this. We'll be back at 34 after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, uh, we're back in the middle of this game. Are you smarter than nephew Tommy? Of course, Tommy's out today, but Junior stepped in. And uh, Junior's been doing his thing against Uncle Steve. I must say, Junior won yesterday. We'll see who won today. Uh, I'll read the questions and give you the answers. Um, On the 70s TV show, The Brady Bunch, what was the housekeeper's name? Alice. Steve got that right. Mm -hmm. 
Cat Dog's brother is a bodybuilder. What is his brother's name? His brother's name is Rodney, not bodybuilder, uh, Junior. And, and Cat Dog uh, is our board op engineer. He's yeah. Not listening. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Butterhead, watercress, and romaine are all types of what food? Lettuce. Junior said it first. Which major attraction is called the happiest place on earth? Disney World or Disneyland. Both of you guys got that correct. What is J. Anthony Brown's childhood nickname? Fish. You both got that right. The city of Biloxi is in which state? Mississippi. Both of you guys got that right. Even I'm having fun in the game, too. No yeah, Limit Records. So cool. Yes, it's fun. <laughs> no Limit Records was founded by what rapper and business mogul? Junior. Big Daddy Kane. <laughs> Junior, you wow. were right. It was Master <laughs> It was Master P, Junior. You were right. What is Oprah's best friend's name? Junior got it right. Gail King. Oh, I said Gail first. Yeah. Uh-oh. Run it back. Run it back. Run it back. No. I ain't even hit him. <laughs> uh, the answer was Gail, and Junior got it right. What lunch meat has a red ring around it? Steve said it was too poor for him, but Junior yeah. got it right. It was bologna. I, I, I raced that out, my uh -huh. I know that's right. Sam Walton is the businessman that founded what major retail store? Walmart. Steve got that right. Yeah, and as he should, Yeah, I had no clue. Uh -huh. And if you had said Sam's Club, we would have taken that as well. Uh, the mall Phipps Plaza is located in what city? Steve got this one correct, yeah, yeah. Atlanta. And finally, what country did the designer brand Gucci originate? And that was Italy. All right, and Steve got that right. He sure wore a look. Paris. I know. That's <laughs> good guess, though. Yeah, yeah that's that's good guess. He knew it was over there, right? You yeah. yeah, you knew yeah. it was in Europe. Yeah, you did. Yeah, all right, let's tally this up. Uh, Junior, you got four. Uh -huh. Steve, you got four. So What was that? What? And you guys tied for on three. Shirley. Huh? Shirley, you, you, you tallied that wrong. You, you got four right, and Junior got four right, and then on three of them, you guys tied. Yeah, but you, you tallied that wrong. How? Why? Oh, you, you're being Tommy right now? <laughs> yeah. You, Tommy's right about this, though. You did tally that wrong. It was actually four to three. Yeah. No, it's four to four. <laughs> Tommy. I thought Tommy wasn't here today. Tommy, I'm doing Tommy right oh, now. No. He got the oh, baloney one. I'm trying to... Thinking. He got the bologna, he got the no limit, and he yeah. jumped in with lettuce. Yeah. And he got Gail King. He got Gail. That was that wasn't true, but yeah, okay. All right. Well, we're okay, can we run it back? <laughs> no. <laughs> Just like we told Tommy. Oh, no. we can't run it back. No. 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 <sighs> <laughs> Man, if you don't stop. It's just a game. Tommy Steve. <laughs> no, he really do that. Yeah. Just a game. Really Steve Tommy. He's Tommy Steve. It's just a game. I don't want to do this no more. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just saying, I don't care. You know, I don't want to be, you know, everybody thinks something wrong with me. Well, you know, why we got to keep playing the game before let somebody else play? <laughs> well, somebody else is playing and they're winning. <laughs> uh, I just tried today. Yeah. <laughs> That was fun, though. But I mean, just be, I mean, it's good to, you know, it's, have yeah. somebody push you. Yeah, I understand you know? you're, you're competitive. Well, sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Competition yeah. is good. It's really good. Aren't you know, it just guys makes you better. That's what I was yeah, asking I think yesterday. So. Aren't most guys competitive? Like and, and truth be told, women, too. I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah, people well, are competitive. They want to win. It's, you yeah. know, nobody starts all, out wanting to lose anything. Now, ain't going to let me win now. No, hell no. He going <laughs> to compete with me. I don't want to let. Hey, dog, listen, I'm trying. Yeah, we, yeah. we, we both trying. You hear us trying. It's what lunch meat has a real. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs>
Man, I saw all kind of stuff. Pimento spread. I saw, you said red. I saw pimento spread. I saw. What's that lunch meat with the olive and the pimento in it? Uh, uh-huh. That little piece olive of lunch loaf. meat. Wasn't ah. it an olive loaf? What was it called? All right, well, listen, uh, here's something Tommy is really good at. He's the king of pranks. Tommy's out today, as we mentioned. Junior's here to introduce introduce a prank phone call for today. We'll be right back (laughs) after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, in case you guys missed it, we just played Are You Smarter Than Nephew Tommy. Nephew Tommy is out today, but Junior's in, and he played the uncle. And uh, for the second day in a row, Junior did his thing. He did pretty well. They tied. Uh, They both got four right, and then they tied on three of them. So, Junior, you're holding your own in, in the nephew's absence. Well, you know, I'm trying to make Tommy proud, you know. I'm yeah. over here working, you know, make Team Tommy look good. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You know, you I'm represent. in this position. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to help us, you know. But uh, that's all I'm doing. I'm just doing the best I can. Yeah. I it, it sounds fun, though. It sounds like oh, you're having a good time. Are you oh, enjoying yourself? I'll be saying, golly, we said that at the same time. <laughs> we sound like a group, though. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, Steve, are you okay? You, about you what? You sound so great. Are you okay about the game? Look, surely. For real? I'm fine. If he knew all these and I didn't know, well, that'd be different. What? You know, if he knew all this and I ain't know nothing like Tommy, I'd be bothered. <laughs> so you saying you gave it your best shot? Yeah, I'm trying. So you good? You know? Yeah, yeah. I ain't get baloney and, and whatever. I don't know nothing about no damn yeah. no limit. And I ain't get yeah, I ain't get Walmart and I ain't get what Gucci was made either. Yeah, so you know, it was already the rest of the stuff. We were just neck and neck. Yeah. Uh-huh. Four uh-huh. and four tied. I can take that. Yeah. So you can see where I hang out and where he hang out clearly through this you game. Know, he all down in New Orleans at No Limit Records. I'm in Milan. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> clearly you know where we hang out at. But it's so funny because you guys usually say the answers uh, neck and neck. I mean, together almost. It's so insane. That's because we both bright. Yeah. Sure. Minds is flowing. That's why this game ain't looking like it's been looking. <laughs> well, Tommy will be back. Now, I want y'all to say all this when Tommy get here. All this stuff y'all setting us up for, I want this same bravado what, when that, Tommy get back. Saying? Don't yeah. act you like you weren't laughing at his ass. Uh-huh. Act like, oh, this game is really fun. It's well, better this way. That is what we said. It is fun. It should be this way. It's fun. Just make it fun. Keep it fun. And we've been telling Tommy Yeah, that. we tell we've him been, that We've been every telling him that on the air. Yeah. I tell you what really be good. Let all three of us play it the same. <laughs> That'd be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got to do that one day. <laughs> Boy, and his ass be your last <laughs> place. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. All right. Uh, coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it'll be today's struggle. Letter the subject. If she doesn't work out, we won't work out. Okay, okay. but uh, we'll get to that in just a few. But right now, uh, Junior is here for the prank. What you got, Junior? Your daughter bit my son. Mm. Huh? Okay. Run it, cat. <laughs> she, just, she just bit him. Huh? Hello. Hello, right, my sweet to Kira. This is Kira. Kira. Mc- this is Kira. Look, uh, do you do your do your daughter go to Little uh, Academy? Yes. Who's this? And her name is... Yes, who's this? Listen, your daughter done bit my son, uh, Joshua, on the back. My daughter bit you? No. This no. is Wilton. Your daughter done bit my son. Whoa, 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 Wilton, slow the 
down. You can't just call my house and tell me my daughter bit your you son. You ain't finna sit here and be cussing at me, lady. I just said your daughter, Shakira, bit my son Joshua no. in the back. And I just and said look. no. I just said no. Two things. One, my daughter wouldn't bite nobody. And two, don't call my house with this tone. I call with any kind of tone I want to call with. All I'm saying is, your daughter done bit my son in the back. And I'm going to tell and you something. And all I'm saying is, don't call my house with this attitude, saying some that my daughter bit your child in the back. My daughter has manners, and she wouldn't be biting nobody in the back. What the did your son do? How the hell if you know somebody going to, how the hell you know what your daughter going to be doing if you ain't there 24? Because I raised my daughter. You raised the shit. You live with your son? She ain't but. You live with your son, or you just come in one month and try to do some kind of daddy work. Your daughter ain't but four years old. How in the hell you, don't, you know her that damn well? I've been with her for four years. Where the you been? My daughter does not be biting people around in the back and the neck or anything like that. What the hell is wrong with you? Don't call my house with this attitude. Well, you, where I get, what, who, how the hell you figure I'm a weekend daddy? I, I'm calling you about what's going on with my child. Uh-huh. But I don't think you got your facts straight. So next time you call somebody to tell them about their child, figure out everything about your child first. All I'm saying is that the people at the academy said, Sakira bit my son Joshua in the back. Well, I can't understand what you're saying because I don't like your tone. So don't call me about my baby. Have her mama call me. It don't make no difference if a mama or a daddy call as long as somebody call. Hello? C call her back, dog. Hello? Is this Kira? This is Kira. Why you hang up on me? Why are you still calling me and why are you yelling at me? My child didn't bite your child in the back. When I picked up my child, they didn't say to me, your child bit somebody in the back. I know you, my I, child. I'm you, with my child how, every day. Like I said in the first place, you, you must be some kind of weekend daddy. How come I you, know my child. How, I'm with my child every how, day. How come are you? Are you? I'm with my... Are you, man, I don't even know who Joshua is. She should have just hit him in the head. You, hey, what you ain't going to do is sit here and talk about my baby. Now, you asked me to lower my tone. Well, I know what I'm going to do. I'm, I'm going to hang up one more Lower your... Lower your Hello? Hello? Uh-uh. Call her back, dog. Call her back, cat. Hello? Don't hang up on me no more, lady. Don't call my number again. I'm going to call you until you tell me why you, your child is beating me. It's, it's biting my child in the back. I am not in the mood to play with you right now. You're going to mess around and get you and your child's whoop. You and your child. You know what my Whoa, whoa, whoa. Guess what? Shakira got a daddy. You talking about whipping somebody's whooping Shakira's daddy's No, you don't have else to say You can't call my house and threaten me and my child. If my child I'm... bitch your child, well, that's what the your child deserves. He got whooped. How you my go... daughter whooped your son's This probably won't be the last time the little fat snotty nose kids get this You ain't gonna be talking about me and my son. When the fake facts, she didn't bite him in the back. She might have whooped his but my daughter don't play now. Your like daughter that. bit you my son in back. Keep talking. You found my phone number, find my address, and have Shakira's daddy beat your I you, what? I said bring your son over the, here. The, the same way my baby, my, the same way Shakira whipped your baby, my baby daddy gonna whip your Bring it on. I'm coming over there and beat you and your child with like a belt. I said, you don't call a woman and tell her you coming over to beat her and her child. You come over here and beat her daddy's Come over here and beat Shakira's daddy's he don't, he don't want none of me. No, no, you don't want this. I'm on my way over there now. Then bring it on in. Somebody gonna get that. Get daddy home all week. That, Not like your that he ain't got no damn job. No, he got a job. Y'all gonna make me come over there tonight. Bring it on right now. You know, you know what? I'm gonna tell you something. I'm gonna tell, tell you. Tell me something else then. 
you gonna get bit and your baby gonna get bit too. You gonna bite me and my baby? Shakira dad gonna whoop your Can I say something to you? Say something to me then. This nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey (laughs) Morning Show. You just got pranked. (laughs) Oh, I am shamed. I am so shamed. You just got pranked. Your sister Glenda told me. She said. She said. She said, get my. She said, you always tell me. Tommy will never get me. You just. Look, can I ask you something? Let me ask you something. What is the baddest radio show in the land? Steve Harvey Morning Show. You <laughs> There it is. Your daughter bit my son. You have to do this every time. Well, Junior. I gotta be him. This ain't my prank. I gotta just just be time. Huh? Man, you good. Man. Yeah. Woo. Uh, how, how did you ever get so good well, at this? Well, well, what happened was I said, you know what? I'm going to start doing pranks. So I said, I'm going to pick up the phone. It actually started by accident. Wow. I picked up the phone, called somebody, thought I was calling you, called somebody else, and played like I was you. Them pranks was born. Man, <laughs> you lying. Say how did I did it. Man, that's unique. Yo, I'm telling, I said, hello. They be like, who is this? I said, this this Steve. Then, then damn, pie. There it is, prank. Man. Huh? Ain't I good? The best. <laughs> Shirley Carl, I don't hear y'all. Uh, Ooh, oh, yeah, oh, because yeah, I'm giving you Ooh. so much praise. That that's it why is. you can't hear. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I need to fit in. Ooh. Ooh, that's all I can say is ooh. All right, ooh. Uh, <laughs> all right, all right, Junior. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> up next, it's the Strawberry Letter subject. If she doesn't work out, we won't work out. Okay, we'll be back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at 41 after the hour, guys. Carla's here with reality update. Yeah, girl. Okay. <laughs> A lot of stuff going on in reality yes. TV. But right now. <laughs> It is time for today's Strawberry Letter. The subject, if she doesn't work out, we won't work out, okay? That is the subject. And listen, if you need advice on relationships, on dating, on work, on sex, on parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. Steve, tell them. You know what? Submit your letters, everybody. Let us read through these things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we could be reading your letter live on the air. Could be, probably won't, but you know. (laughs) Are you going to encourage him and me? These are the chances you have to take. (laughs) 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 Come on, Junior. All right, here it is. It's time for the Strawberry Letter with my friend, my girl, Miss Strawberry. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Junior. You're smart self. Uh, Subject, if she doesn't work out, we won't work out. Dear Mm. Stephen Shirley, when I met my wife five years ago, she was all that I wanted and more. She was beautiful, sweet, driven, short and thick, just how I Mm. like them. Now, two kids and three years of marriage later, I hardly recognize her. She has gained far too much weight. I told her I would work out with her, and I went and bought exercise mats and dumbbells so we could get started. She hurt herself during our first workout, and now she uses that as an excuse to stop exercising. I still love her, but I am not attracted to her anymore. I have to take my magic pills just to get aroused so we can have sex. 
This problem is getting worse because on three occasions with three different women, I've almost cheated on her. My love for my family won't allow me to follow through with having an affair. Plus, that just ain't my style. I just don't know what to say to my wife to motivate her. I also don't want to hurt her feelings or damage her self-esteem. What would you suggest that I do? Wow. Yeah. Th- this is a, a, a major problem in your marriage because I, I would tell you that um, I'm sure her self-esteem is already damaged, you know, and weight gain, um, you know, has a way of doing that. Uh, I'm sure she wants to be the woman you want her to be and the woman she wants to be and that she was. But with the extra weight, and it's it's hard to get five pounds off, let alone, you know, if you have 20 or 30 uh, to lose. So it is messing with her self-esteem. And, uh, you know, sh- she doesn't look the same, see the same person when she looks in the mirror either. But I, I do want to thank you for not cheating and saying that's just not your style. Temptation is out there, and you could, but, you know, you're not doing it. So for that, I commend you. And you are in a tough position. Of course, I understand you don't want to hurt your wife's feelings because it is a touchy touchy subject it's hard to even bring up the subject because it it, it probably is going to end in tears or an argument or something you, you're gonna have to sit her down and and tell her uh like you told us in the letter how much you love her how much you care about her and how much you want her to be healthy and how much you care about her health and this is a, a health issue you know uh the extra weight could be causing some health Issues, if it's not right now, it could in the future. And uh, you want to make sure that she's there and healthy for you and the kids for a very, very long time. Uh, perhaps you guys could go, you know, to a doctor and get some uh, medical attention and make sure that she didn't uh, hurt herself terribly when she did the workout so that could reassure her. herself that bad. Well, I mean, it could, maybe she needs some reassurance from, from a doctor or that something. That ain't it. No, no, okay, no. but I'm just saying maybe. You know, you got to do whatever you can to, to ease into this situation. Well, but if we've you been put, easing into it. But if you put health first, I think, you know, maybe you'll be able to make some headway with her. Talk about her health first. Steve? <sighs> Man. <laughs> what? I don't know how to go about yeah, this letter. Because... I spend so much of my life mm-hmm. being a truth teller. Ooh. Uh, I, I'm torn because, first of all, it's a beautiful letter. Mm-hmm. This is a letter about a man who really does love his girl. That he didn't took to the point where he's just trying to make it work. Man, she was all she wanted. She was beautiful, sweet, driven, short and thick, just like I like. Mm. Two kids and three years of marriage later. That's a fast drop off three years now. Uh, weight gain? Yeah, that three is. Oh. But you know, when you had them kids, though, you're going to have some yeah. problems. Yeah. You're going to have some problems once you had them kids. And we men have to be understanding of that. Mm-hmm. Her body went through a major transformation. Mm-hmm. Twice. And sometimes it don't pop back as, as easy. So you have to take that in consideration, fella. And you have, because, you know, but she has gained far too much weight. All weight ain't baby weight. You had to say that. I mean, come on now. Yeah. <laughs> we done had the baby. At max, usually, that's 10 pounds. He gone. Then you got placenta, that's another how many of a pound. Look at him. What? I know, I know. So, you know, a lot of this is going out. 
And you do have baby weight attached to you. In three years, she's and two kids, she's still gonna have baby weight. But what he looking at though is how much damn baby weight. <laughs> That's where he struggled. Careful. So he done told his girl, Careful. I'm gonna work out with you. Tonight. <laughs> he done bought exercise mats, dumbbells. She hurt herself doing our first workout, and now she uses that as an excuse to stop exercising. I still love her, but I ain't attracted to her no more. Oh, men are visual. He said he still love her, but he just ain't attracted no more. Because mm-hmm. he's short and thick and turned into something else. Now, here's the problem. Mm-hmm. She was beautiful, sweet, driven, short and thick, just how I like it. Mm-hmm. Now, nobody wants to fat shame anybody, so this ain't what this is about. This woman has a legitimate thing. Yeah. Two kids in three years. So, bro, you're going to have to help her some more. I know you went and bought the mats and the dumbbell. ST, short and thick, bent over too fast. Picked up that dumbbell and just heard a little tick. She didn't know what it was. She didn't know if it was a hamstring, a ligament. Tenderloin. She didn't know what it was. Something. Something. That's why I said go to the doctor. All right. Held it right there. Well, I am a doctor. (laughs) Hold it right there. All right. uh, We're going to pick up your response in part two. I didn't know if the hawk had held her. Right after this at 23 after the hour. Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. The subject, if she doesn't work out, we won't work out. Mm. Met this girl five years ago. She was everything, man. Beautiful, sweet, driven. Short and thick, just like I like Two kids, three years later, he don't even recognize her. He can say he hardly recognized her. This ain't baby fat. Baby fat, you can still recognize these women. This ain't baby fat. This something else. Mm-hmm. She didn't gain far too much weight. Now, when women have children, you got to understand this now, fellas. The bodies go through some change. We've talked about that. But this is obviously something more than that. He loved her. He bought her some dumbbells, some mat and everything. She get hurt on the first workout. Now, that's her excuse for not working out no more. I can't lift that no more. So what happened was she was working out and something popped. Now, we was going over the things that it could have been before because, you, you know, when you got a lot of size on you, stuff can pull and you not know what it is. That's why you need to go to the doctor. Well, you ain't got to go to the doctor. I mean, what you going to tell him? You pull the what? He'll examine you. <laughs> Steve. You're getting close to that edge. I'm just warning you. Junior. I'm just trying to figure out. So anyway. Anyway. But he loves her anyway. Yes. But he's just not attracted to her anymore. Which is a problem. Now that means you done went way too far. I got to take my magic pills just to get aroused so we can have sex. This problem getting worse because on three occasions with three different women, I'm almost cheated on my love for my family won't allow me to follow through with having an affair. But this just ain't my style. That ain't my style. I just don't know what to say to my wife to motivate her. I also don't want to hurt her feelings or damage her self-esteem. What would you suggest I do? I don't know. Get her a 
get her a what? A sexy trainer. What that's going to do, Shirley? Maybe it'll motivate her. I like that, Shirley. Uh-huh. Maybe it'll motivate her. Yeah, to her work out. Sexy to her? Your husband thinking about leaving. Mm-hmm. Damn, they had a affair with three women. You don't want to do nothing about that? <laughs> But you want to go in here because the train are sexy. Yeah, that'll motivate me to work out. Get it, girl. Mm-hmm. Get it, girl. I think you and talked one. about the best and way, two. Shirley. And it has to be a health issue. Yeah, I don't want to live my life without you. These kids need a mother. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to do better. You're just going to have to do better. And change your diet. But listen to me. You have to change your diet. Lifestyle. You can't, you can't lose weight without reducing calories. You can't. Lee Haney taught me a very valuable lesson. You cannot out-train a bad diet. Mm-hmm. If you're eating badly, you can work out all you want. It ain't finna budge. Now, what you love to eat cannot taste better than the way you want to look. look. That's so true. You have to change your attitude. What you love to eat cannot taste better than the way you want to look. Mm. So come on. You got to do better, lady. Come on now. For everybody involved, your children, your husband, for yourself. Don't you want to be that fine chick again? Mm. Ooh, yeah. And fellas, don't you want to be that fine dude again? I'm looking for my stomach. <laughs> what do you mean? You're looking for it. It's I used right to there. have muscles there. Oh, you mean like a six-pack yeah. or something? Oh, your ass. Oh, uh, Four-pack, uh, any kind of pack. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't give a damn if it's a bubblegum pack at this yeah. point. Well, your point, too, is never give up. Keep trying, you know. Mm-hmm. Just never give up in working out. I mean, don't just throw in the towel and just, you know. She got to do something. Though. Yeah. He don't even recognize her no more. Her head and got bigger, everything. Say that in the letter, Steve. If you don't recognize her, <laughs> then there has to be some change. Her driver's license probably still valid. Hold, get her driver's license because you only got to get them every ten years. Get her driver's license, hold it up, see who you see. If she gets stopped by the car, they gonna put it in the backseat. <laughs> this is not you, ma'am. Where am I? Oh my god! She gonna get arrested in her own car? Yeah. Yeah. Drug out, put in the backseat to play the car, because this is not her. Ma'am, this is not you. <laughs> yes, Your driver's is. license got 52130 on it. <laughs> that used to be me. Oh, my God. You done gained so much weight, you ain't even 52 no more. You 411. <laughs> I've had two kids, sir. You 411 and you th- 290. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You just sitting over there in the police car looking like a refrigerator box. What what was in this box? Wash and dry. <laughs> Stop. The wide ass. Stop. Box. Okay. Stop. Okay. Yeah. 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 I'm just trying to use comedy to motivate people. That's all. Right. I'm sorry. I can't say nothing no more. You can't say nothing. Like yeah. ain't no fat people listening. <laughs> you just won't stop. Just Will told you. you. I'm sitting up here trying to find my damn stomach. I'm so sick of looking like I'm in the first trimester. <laughs> You talk about yourself. I got baby fat and ain't never had baby. <laughs> yeah, what, what? Now, what is we supposed to do? It's hard getting 
baby weight off. Yeah, I, I struggle with that too. Mm-hmm. It's hard. And my baby ten. Mm-hmm. You go. You gonna have to quit calling. <laughs> I did it until <laughs> Sheridan. I'm holding on to that baby. No, you Once got two the more years, in double Carla. Digits. Two more years. I did it till Sheridan was twelve. No, no. Once the baby's in double digits, you gonna have to let your baby weight problem go. <laughs> Whatever. That's you. you didn't That's carry drinking no baby. and eating. I can't carry no baby, but I have it's... baby fat though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. tough, yeah. man. Oh, yeah, wow. it is, and it's tough it's for hard. him. Yeah, it's tough for him. But he's going to have to. Lord. All right. Well, listen, uh, we got to go. You can email us or Instagram us your thoughts on today's Strawberry Letter. It's Steve Harvey FM. Coming up in about 10 minutes, it's Carla's Reality Update. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Junior, here we go. It's time. It's time. It's time. Introduce her. Ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) put your hands together right now for Carla's Reality Update. I love it, Junior. You Thank are, you very much. You're so welcome. All right, so here we go. Here we go. Love and Hip Hop Hollywood. Woo, so, <laughs> Steve, this a foolishness. I don't know nothing about this. Love Hip Hop Hollywood? Yes. Yeah, oh, this is the one Ray J's Ray on. Ray J, we love Ray Wait J. Uh, don't what? tell me if you finna talk about what I be talking about. If you finna talk about. Yes, I okay. am. Okay. So ahead. you ready? Yeah, here ready. we go. Buckle I'm up. ready. I'm listening. All right, so Tierra Marie, she's dating this dude who is married and his side chick lives with him and his wife. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Yes, uh-huh. Steve. Yes. Tiara Marie. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. She's a singer, and mm-hmm. she's dating this guy. She really, She's really into him. And come to find out, her friends did some investigating and digging around, and they were like, yo, this guy is married. He's been married for... About six years, I think they said on the show. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then they found out about another girl that he was dating. And she's into fitness, and she's a trainer. And they went to her gym and talked to her. And they was like, well, did you know that your boyfriend is married? And the the side chick was like, yeah, I know. (laughs) Yeah, we all live. Yeah, my clothes over there, too. What? Yeah. (laughs) Wait, she lived with him? Yes. Well, uh-huh. she was over there. They they showed the promo for next week where they showed the side piece and the wife telling the new girl, Tierra Marie, that you would be ranked number three. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Behind the <laughs> wife and the side piece, then yeah. you. Yeah. Wow. So who she's is, basically a sister who is wife. This dude? <laughs> who is he, though? What is his name? Akbar? Or? Akbar? Akbar. Akbar or, or, or something yeah. like that. But yeah. What makes him yeah, so, so special? I don't know. I, I'm trying yeah. to figure that out. Well, let me tell you I guess something. his eyes, because he has these hazel Everybody eyes. Everybody has eyes. He ain't got a damn thing to do with his eyes. <laughs> that boy in there. Ooh. <laughs> ain't no fight breaking out yeah. of nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He probably what I used to be. What you trying to get back to? Uh-huh. Yeah, I ain't gonna get back. No, 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 no. Let me let me say this once for the record. What? Mm-hmm. Who I used to be uh-huh. need to stay right where he at <laughs> in my past. Oh, okay. Yeah, he don't need to make no more damn appearances. <laughs> he had his run. R.I.P. Oh, he had his run. He can't make no comeback. Okay. No. I'm He's trying gone. to go to heaven now. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yes. I don't need mm-hmm. I don't need no help the other way. Mm-hmm. Okay, so back no. to the foolishness. Come on, Carl. All right, back to the show. Okay, so now listen to this now. K Michelle, mm-hmm. who, you know, she now she just goes by Kimberly. 
she regrets getting butt injections mm-hmm. because, you know, she's been sick. Yeah. And she said she couldn't walk or something. She right? couldn't walk. She had been yeah. sick for a very long time dealing with all of that silicone mm-hmm. and all of the dangers of getting butt injections. And she went to see a doctor, and the doctor told her, she told the doctor how sick she's been. And the doctor basically told her that realistically, she could have to deal with these dangerous health issues from the butt injections for the rest of her life. Oh my God! So yeah, he said this was it was very serious. All this toxic mm-hmm. stuff that you put in your body. So Kimberly decided to have surgery, and she removed those silicone. The doctor they did a procedure. They showed it all on TV, butt cheeks yeah. and all. Ooh, and, that uh, was big, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, ooh, that was big. <laughs> Who is it? What's her name? Kay Michelle. Kay Michelle. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she uh, goes by uh, Kimberly now. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, she was on yeah. my show discussing it. Yes. Yeah, yes. So on her on the reality show Love and Hip Hop Hollywood, they actually showed the surgery of the doctors removing all of that silicone and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm in her body and it was good because Kay Michelle she used this moment as a public service announcement you know warning women you know this is this trend about doing all this butt injections and telling them not to do that and and um you know to take care of themselves and you can have flaws and not try to get plastic surgery and be perfect so Shout out to Kay Michelle for being so courageous and brave. Yeah. And, you know, revealing all of yeah, this girl. and showing this all on TV. And moving on to Lyrica. Lyrica, she told her husband, A1, that she did not have sex with Safari. He believed his wife. He said she looked him in her his eyes and told her that, and told him that he did not have sex with Safari. With but that man. But she also... <laughs> She also told her husband that she was pregnant. Oh, Lord. So, oh, mm-hmm, no. Mm-hmm. So they decided to tell the family. They decided to get together to make this huge announcement, which included A1, his mom, his brother, uh, sister-in-law, and Lyrica's mom. And they go to this restaurant. They Can decided I ask you a question before you say that? Who is Safari? Safari is <laughs> the guy from Love and Hip Hop Hollywood. He used to go with Nicki Minaj back in the day. Mm-hmm. And so he's on the show, and I'm going to get to talk about him in a minute. But anyway, they go to tell the family that Lyrica is expecting and to announce that, you know, they're working things out in their marriage. Next thing you know, Lyrica's mom shows up. Lyrica's sister-in-law says some words to the mama, get disrespectful. This girl started trying to fight this girl's mama. I said, what in the world yeah. is going on? It's it was very, very ugly. And the uh, show ended where they showed the promo for next week where Lyrica's kind of trying to explain things to her mom. And she told her mom that she was pregnant. And her mom ran out the car like she was on Maury Povich. <laughs> like, you are not the father. <laughs> like, where is she going? Why did she take off like that? Yeah, what did she take off for? I don't understand. I don't understand what's what's going on with that. And speaking of Safari, he has a million dollar deal with a sex toy maker because of he's yeah. blessed. <laughs> okay. Hit me up at Lips by Carla. We'll talk about this more later. We'll be back at 20 after. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. So, Steve, I got to ask you this. How excited are you about Sand and Soul, the festival? We didn't think it was ever going to be here. Now it's Girl. here. Girl. Yeah, yeah. Let me tell you something. We down here. Yes. Yes. It, this is really, really nice, man. 
Have you ever yeah. been here before to the Dominican no, Republic? No, 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 no. It's my Me first time. Either. Yeah, it's beautiful. This is my first time. And mm. everybody, man, my partner came in early. He said, man, thank you so much. Man, this place is so nice, man. So nice. It's really, really nice. And it's all inclusive. Uh-huh. So you could just left your wallet at home. You ain't got to buy no Nothing. drinks. You ain't got Nothing. to buy no food. You can go up there and get you eight hamburgers if you want to eat them. You want some more fried, go on up there and get them. It's it's all these. So how many pools? Like 13 pools yeah. out here? It's Come on, man. It's so plenty for everything. Everywhere. Doggone golf course wide open. That's all you man, can Man, you don't even understand. They got a cigar uh, humidor store downstairs. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, this thing off the chain. This thing is off the chain. But I got up on the roof, y'all. Just tell you this right now. I got cigar lounge up on the roof yeah. with uh with where they got I got pro rollers up there. Oh really? Oh. All right, all the single ladies. Damn. You know that's where the men will be. Yeah, be right mm-hmm. on up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right now. I'm excited. Hey now, I'm just telling you right now. Just check all the men out this here. Come up there now. You just hanging over the roof, talking about hey. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of activities, though. We got a 70s party going on. We got a um, a player's ball, Steve. I know you're going to nice just be, you know, ready for that one. A, a splash bash foam pool party. Um, and, and you're going to do your act like a success master class. Now, what does that entail, Steve? Uh, they actually have someone interviewing me. Mm-hmm. And I have mm-hmm. some, like a motivational moments in doing Q&A. Oh, okay. Oh, cool. All right. That's, That's going to be cool. great. Yeah. yeah. And then you're going to do Showtime at the Apollo. That's going to be fun. That's you you be better. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Yeah. I'll tell you what. <laughs> Hold on. I'll tell you what. going to be different. What, uh, what do you, you mean? going to let them have it, Uncle? If they, if they ain't what they say they can do, is it going to be even in saying the soul? You're going to thank your ass in Harlem. DR <laughs> 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 style. Telling you right now, don't come up there looking for no mercy. You're going to thank your asses in Harlem. On 25th Street right up Do you hear me? Mm-hmm. The booing is international. It's, it's real. International it is it's real. It's real. Uh-huh. It's so real. This ain't be no game up in here. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll have a chance for everyone to come down and meet us. we got a meet and greet going on. You can get to ask questions and everything, uh, you know, from the Steve Harvey Morning, morning Show. show. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's going to be real fun. Uh, Dougie Fresh is going to be there. Did I mention that? Frank Dougie, uh, nice. DJ, mm-hmm, yeah. DJ Mars. Um, oh man, it's going to be. We're going to wobble yeah. our tails off. Yeah, and, and tell them about your comedy show, Junior. Oh man, it's me, Precious, and my man, my boy, Earthquake. Quake! One of my what? comedy mentors, man, is going to be in the building. Quake, Quake finna kill this man. So yeah, funny. let me tell you yeah. something, man. Quake, Quake. What can we expect, Junior? Oh, it's oh, this gonna be number nonstop laughter for an hour and a half. That's what we finna get. <laughs> yes, we ain't taking no breaks. Tell me, damn, my I'm, not, I'm not playing. We mm-hmm. are not taking no breaks. Just cause we overseas, you think it's gonna be easy? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, nah, it don't hey, stop. The <laughs> no, I'm ready, man. I enjoy going down here to San So uh, yes, it's yeah, it's a great yeah. idea, man. And the '70s party. Oh my yeah. God, I can't wait to put my pamp on. <laughs> And you're putting on a pamper. Why, Junior? Because I bought a 78. What y'all had? Y'all want me to have on platform shoes? Uh-huh. Yeah. Coming out my pamper, I'm going to take three steps and fall. <laughs> oh, that's what you, you do. Oh, them your 70s. Well, I remember about the 70s. Junior, them your 70s. Them my 70s. And if I put my arms up, change me. 
<laughs> what do the setting party look like? Well, you know, bell bottoms, froze. Uh-huh. You know, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of prints, long flowers. collars, Ooh, yeah. platform. Dashikis. Boy, you don't understand. What the music gonna be? Boom, boom, boom. Bonk. Boom, 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 all white beach Man, party. Get it, y'all. It's gonna be fly down it's there. Be great, uh-huh. yeah, I'm man, your mama. I'm your daddy. I'm that in, in the, the alley. alley. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, man. I'm your doctor. What you need? Mm-hmm. I'm your pusher man. This is a song. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I'm your pusher man. Superfly, the movie. Superfly. Wait, the, wait, the original wait, wait, Superfly. It's a 70s party. Sure, they probably going to play it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Probably going to be. I'm sure. Yeah. If they don't gonna play it, I'm going to cry. You're going to be looking for love. You're going to be looking for love down at Sanders. Huh? Oh, me? No. Mm-hmm. Huh, I'm looking for fun. <laughs> so you can't fall in love down here. Whoa. <laughs> Bring a sand What's to the beach. Yeah. Huh? Love got to do <laughs> Got to do with it. I mean, if he ain't here and I'm here, we What's love? <laughs> That's all I see. Call. Second handy move. What about the golf tournament, sure. Steve? I know you're excited about that. Oh, you got your team off? You got a team? Yeah. Oh, yeah mm-hmm. Big Blue going to be down there? Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> My dude, that man. Calhoun gonna be there. Me, Calhoun, Big oh, Blue, and Cody. Nice. Three okay. Qs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Three Qs and a dude named Cody. <laughs> this little boy hit this damn golf ball so far. Y'all just come out there and watch him hit it. Oh, and a beauty bar. We'll have a beauty bar for the oh, ladies. Oh, yeah, with Marjorie. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cigar rolling, cognac. I'm your mama. Cigar rolling so and sexy. cognac pairing mixer. That's going to be fun. I mean, mm-hmm. just so much stuff going on, Steve. Activities fun. for everyone. Um, I, I mean, just next year, if you miss it this year, come on down. Yeah. Because we're anyway. doing it again. Always. Always. Yeah. And go to Steve Harvey FM. You can check us out on social media. We'll post all the pictures, mm-hmm. all the fun. Wish you were here. And if you're going, we're going to see you there. All right, so on September 4th, it's the second season premiere of the Steve Harvey Talk Show. We'll talk about that when we come back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, on September 4th, guess what? It is the second season of the premiere of the Steve Harvey Talk Show. Congratulations, Steve Harvey. Well. So, Steve, Jr., tell us what we can expect on the show this season. Going to be big. Yeah, Big. changing a lot of things. The set looks different. Man. Oh, good. Really? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Changed the set. Mm-hmm. Changed the way we do the show. Took out all those celebrity guests. Went back to what I do best. Start messing with regular people, putting some people on, giving them shots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Sitting behind the piano, asking the answer, and hey, Steve's new look this year, folks. Uh-huh. Brand new look. For the set, what about you? Do you have a new look? Both. Brand new suits. Mm-hmm. All Dolce Cabana suits. All right. 
Oh, really? That's big. Flipping see? the script. New suits and... Designer suits. I love mm-hmm. it. The Beard makes his national television debut oh, September you know, bring 4th. Bring it out. Yeah. September 4th, it makes his national television debut. Wow. That's big, Steve. That's so big. Uh-huh. Yeah. How, how is it in the writing room, Junior? Uh, you, you and Jay. Let me tell you something. You know what? This writing room we had this year, mm-hmm. great start. Because you have your office. You have your new well, office. We have our own offices mm-hmm. and everything. And watch how you talk to me because I got my own office. You know, <laughs> well, did you get a promotion, Junior? Did you get a promotion? Oh, no. I just got an office. Mm-hmm. Uncle Steve oh. ain't paying on no more money now. That's it. <laughs> okay. now you capped out over here. <laughs> you ain't spent all the money I gave you <laughs> last year. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> oh, that's no, nice. but it is the writing room is fun, man. You know, mm-hmm. I, it is... It's a new feel in the office. Can't you feel that? Um, it's a new feel in here, man. It is. It really, really is. It's, it feels really excitement. Mm-hmm. Oh, energy is everything. Mm-hmm. And you gotta have the right energy. Here. Yeah, I kept the executive producer we had, but I bought in a co-executive producer. Okay, oh, she is cold. Man. Yeah. Oh, nice. Girl Sister power. That's nice, bad. Steve. I love it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like that. But it feels good. It's gonna be a great year of television this year, man. And and this fool, James Brown, it is it does not get any better. <laughs> it does so not so get did any he better. get an office too? Yeah, Jay office right next to mine, but he ain't getting no more money either. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Jay has been writing in Hollywood for a very long time though. And for and with you, Steve, right? He wrote on your very first uh sitcom, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, me uh-huh. and the boys. Mm-hmm. That's and big. um just a great season, man. You're going to love it. Mm-hmm. You all are going to love it. Oh, good. So you said not a lot of uh, celebrity guests this year, huh? No. This I came up with a new segment called Steve Claps Back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh-oh. You clapping back? Yeah, I'm tired of it. I take social media posts, uh-huh. put them uh-huh. on my big screen with your handle and a picture if I can find it. Oh, Lord. Steve, of the person that's uh, trolling, so to speak? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just wow. put it, all haters. <laughs> oh, goodness. We tried so, to talk him out of him. He cussed us out. So I was going See, Steve, can you do this without cussing, though? Oh, hell no. Y'all have a great weekend. Stand it so. We'll be back at 33 after with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Cardi B has apologized for a skit in a role of Martin Luther King Jr.'s late wife, Miss Coretta Scott King. It was a skit called Real Housewives of the Civil Rights Movement. And yes, oh. she went there. I know. It already oh. sounds in poor taste. Uh, she went there. The skit uh, included Rosa Parks and the wives of Malcolm X and Jesse Jackson. There are multiple references to MLK's infamous infidelities oh, and no. even the trip to Memphis where he was assassinated. The oh, sketch no. is part of Wild and Out star Rip Michael's new show, Off the Rip. Uh, now, Dr. Bernice King, the youngest child of Martin Luther King Jr. and Coretta Scott King, has responded to Cardi's portrayal of her mother, calling it repulsive and false and very, very badly timed, being that this past Tuesday was the 55th anniversary of MLK's March on Washington, where he delivered his famous I Have a Dream speech. But then later on, Dr. Bernice tweeted that Cardi B apologized for the skit that aired on TMZ. I look forward to talking with you soon. Wow. That's cool of Cardi yeah. B. You to know. apologize, yeah. You get out there and you you know you doing stuff and you don't realize it's in poor taste because sometimes, mm-hmm. just sometimes, not all the times, 
these young people today don't really understand the history. Yeah, oh yeah. And the real yeah, significance yeah. The struggle. of struggle. Mm-hmm. But it's not just this young generation. I've seen it happen with my generation too. Mm-hmm. The reason there are no more BET Comedy Awards was for two skits. It's really? because of two, two skits. skits? Mm-hmm. I told them not to do them. Mm-hmm. We one? did a skit where Earthquake was Jesus mm-hmm. and Bruce Bruce and everybody was sitting around as the disciples. I told them don't do that. Oh no. oh, no, but the powers that be, the ones I'm saying, oh, Steve, it's funny, man, you tripping. Mm-hmm. I said, man, Jesus is all a lot of black people got. Yeah. What they're not finna do is have a comedian play Jesus yeah. and then go down at the Last Supper telling jokes. That that ain't finna be funny to black people. Ooh. And they did it. Mm-hmm. The next joke that killed them was the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Mm-hmm. They had a skit where they did this little boy in the hospital and Kenya Moore played the nurse. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't Kenya's fault. She didn't write the bit. She was just the actress that they hired to do the skit. Mm-hmm. And, uh, she, you know, she had a gown on, low cleavage, sexy nurse outfit. You know, little boy was dying, terminally ill. Oh All God. this is bad. Yeah. yeah. So they say, what do you want? He just looking at Kenya Moore. Next thing, you flip. Kenya laying in bed next to the boy and both of them smoking cigarettes. Oh, huh? Wow. I told wow. him, I said, hey, man, if y'all run this right here, I'm I'm trying to tell you the trouble we finna be in. And I was the host of the BET Comedy Awards the first two years they did it. It only lasted two. And then the other thing that killed it, Paul Mooney's talking to Tracy Ellis Ross from the stage. Oh, oh yeah. After her father had just died in a mountain accident. And I walked out there and apologized to that girl. They gave her a standing ovation. I remember you know, that one. You know, you know yeah. Paul was just doing what he do. Yeah. He just mm-hmm. doing what he do. Those three things right there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> no, no. This wasn't over the years. Yeah. Them three jokes was the same night. Mm. But oh like you say, mm. at least Cardi B um, yeah. apologized. Yeah. yeah. That was yeah. big. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. And Dr. Bernice King, she accepted her apology. Uh, apology. Absolutely. She tweeted. Absolutely. Yeah. That was a come on dog moment right there for sure. Cardi yeah, B yeah, needed. Come on, yeah. yeah. All right, Steve. <laughs> yeah. All right, coming up, it's Steve Harvey and his closing remarks. You don't want to miss it at 49 after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we are. Last break of the day. It's been a crazy day as usual. The kind we like, right? Absolutely. <laughs> and here's our fearless leader to take us home with closing remarks. Well, uh, today I just want to pose a question because I I try to find different ways to motivate people as as I ask God to help me find new ways. Uh, Today I just decided to try this. I just want to ask you a series of questions because I'm just trying to get everybody to get to moving towards their dream. I'm just trying to get everybody to get started on the pathway of accomplishing your visions and your goals and your dreams. It's gonna take some action though. You know, you can't just want something. Have you ever heard people say, if you want something bad enough, it'll happen? That's not true. That, that's, that's so not true. Do you know how many times you've actually wanted something really bad and didn't get it? Uh, what, what, who? I don't know who said that. Why, why they tell people that if you want something bad enough, it'll really happen. It can happen. No, it won't. It requires an action. Faith without works is dead. 
if you don't do anything, you can't stop expecting to get everything. If you don't do anything, you can stop expecting to get everything. Now, God is going to give all of us some grace. In spite of our shortcomings and lack of effort, he will give all of us some grace, and we'll all get some things that we really don't deserve. You know, he just provides us breaks. But in those breaks, he's trying to sustain you just to get you to say, wow, man, if I had just done a little bit more, what could I have had? Or if I had done a little bit more, what could have happened? So my question today for you is just, I'm asking you a series of very, very simple questions, maybe four or five. You're waiting for what? Tell me what is it you're waiting for? Because oftentimes when I talk to people, I I get some responses that just throw me off. You know, because what it, you're waiting for what? What is it going to take to get you started? What is the motivation? What is the button? What is the trigger that fires you to get going to moving towards your dreams and visions? You're waiting for what? I don't understand. Are you perfectly comfortable where you are right now? Are, have you decided and settled in that this is it for me? Have you gotten tired of waking up and asking the question, wow, it's got to be more to my life than this? Have, what, have you just gotten tired of that and you don't want to deal with it no more? So you just decided what? That you're just going to lock in like where I am is cool? You all right with that? Let me ask you another question. Have all the ducks ever lined up in a row? Because if that's what you're waiting for, I, I, <laughs> let me just ask you. Has it ever been set that, wow, I see how exactly, step by step, I'm going to get there, I'm going to get there. Everything is perfect. I'm going to start now. If you're waiting on the perfect time to start, you may never start. Because there is no such a thing as the perfect time. The perfect time is now. That's the perfect time. If you're waiting on something else to happen, it probably ain't going to happen. Because you got to figure like this. Suppose it don't happen. What you going to do then? So you just got to come to that conclusion. Suppose it don't happen. What you going to do then? Suppose you don't get the degree. What you going to do then? You going to fail? Suppose you don't get that job that you got your eyes on. So you don't get that job. So now what? You unemployed the rest of your life? Because you didn't meet that deadline, you can't make another one? You waiting for what? What's it going to take to get you started? Have your ducks ever all lined up in a row? The answer is no. The perfect time to start is now. Let me ask you this question. Does it appear to be getting any closer even though you're not moving towards it? Uh Uh-oh. Does it appear to be getting any closer even though you're not moving towards it? The answer is no. It's not getting closer because you're not walking towards anything. If you don't walk towards something, please stop expecting it to get closer. It will not happen. Success is not a magic trick. It's a series of steps that people take over and over and over and over. And in spite of what happens, they take those steps anyway. Does it appear to be getting closer? Even though you're not moving towards it, it's probably not. 
But could that be why you're not getting what you want? Because you ain't moving towards nothing. Last question. Could it be that you just don't want anything more? Maybe that's it. Maybe you don't quit wanting a new car. Maybe you don't quit wanting a bigger house. Maybe you don't quit wanting that second home. Maybe you quit wanting to open up a business. Is it that you just don't want any more? Just answer them these questions. Now let me tell all of y'all something. Put God in your life and it can change all of this. You can go to God and ask God to strengthen you. You can go to God right now and ask God to give you the desires of your heart, but enable you with the character to make them come true. Ask God to strengthen your character. Ask him to strengthen your will. Ask him to strengthen your stick to Ask God for his help. Because God is in the make your dream come true business. Those are my closing remarks today. Drop it, baby. Drop it. Those were good. <laughs> Outstanding. Yes, yes, yes. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues 
pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. That's right. 